From Calvary Church of Santa Ana, this is the Calvary Life Podcast, the show where we share stories, laugh together, and have discussions about faith, life, and God with people from Calvary Church. Here's your host, Eric Wakeling. Welcome to the Calvary Life Podcast. This is Eric Wakeling here with Matt Doan. Matt Doan, what are you doing right now? Yes, I am sitting here in our podcast room, super secret podcast room That's here right. at Calvary Church. And happy to be here. Happy to talk about joy today. Yes, I am hyped for joy. I'm excited to talk about joy. This is like uh, somehow becoming like my topic. I feel like this is becoming the thing I like to talk about and think about. Uh, so it's been fun. Well, let me ask you just off the bat about, about that. Where did this idea of joy and you kind of get connected? Where did you become friends? Yeah, this is what's cool. This is actually from my wife. So B has always loved the verse, the joy of the Lord is, is our strength or the mm-hmm. joy of the Lord is my strength. And she even just to like say this here, like she even has a tattoo of this verse in Hebrew on her forearm. Yes. Yes. Nehemiah 810. Nehemiah 810. That's right. So she has that. And then I would always, I started off just sort of making a joke about it with doing the whole, oh, my life verses, eat the fat and drink the sweet thing, you know, the second half of that verse. Yeah. And then, yeah, yeah. And then she <laughs> likes the, that she likes the part that's like the bumper sticker, I would say, yes. you know, and she would get mad when I would say it's a bumper sticker. Uh-huh. <laughs> I understand. That. And then, which Actually, I asked her and Marie if they listened to this podcast, both of them said no. So I think we're fine. We are fine. And she actually told me that you asked her that. Yes. And we had a discussion about it. And I said, it's, I said, he's probably asking because of how I said, like (laughs) the things I was passionate about weren't like my wife or whatever after you, you know, you started saying that. Maybe we have two new listeners after today, (laughs) our wives. Hopefully not. Maybe. Okay. (laughs) Anyway, but back to, so that's where you first discovered. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. And then I feel like, interestingly enough, I feel like that verse just started sort of digging in at me because of that. And, mm-hmm. um, so I guess that's where you could say, you know, to the, the, the people out there that like making a sort of chalkboard, um, Bible verse in your house, yes. you know, the decorative, pretty chalkboard yes, drawing. We of- have one in our home. <laughs> if you're, if you're wondering, yes. What is, does yours say something specific? Uh, it gets changed out. So my daughter mm-hmm. Lily and my wife Marie, they'll change it out depending on the season. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what be used to change it around. And then I, she did for the joy of the Lord, you know, the joy or just said like the joy of the Lord is our strength. And that was up there all the time. And I think think it was, you know, it did its work. Mm-hmm. It did its like crazy subliminal messaging work where I began to really internalize yeah, yeah. internalized the yeah. message of this verse that was in the pretty chalkboard. <laughs> I mean, so much so that I don't know if we can say this. I'm just yeah, it's saying, fine. You can you're say like it. writing a book about this. Yeah, I know. I know. So working on a book, I've already like have a lot written, like over 45,000 words. Whoa. And, um, so it's a lot of words, but trying to kind of figure out how to put it all like so the book is its on packaging, I guess. Nehemiah 810 specifically? Yeah, that's the premise. The premise is where it's like sort of based around Nehemiah 810 and it's it really is all about that and how do we find how does this joy help us have strength? The joy of the Lord is our strength. So what is this God joy and how can it give us strength and why do we need strength? Right. So it's like we need kind of like I was talking about on Sunday at the intro where it was like, look, we live in this world that is filled with bitterness, division, yeah. polarization. That's one thing. You also have just our own personal trials and mm-hmm. struggles 
But then you even have our own guilt and shame based off our sin and the mistakes of our past and all of that. And how I really believe that this verse is speaking into all of that, because that story of Nehemiah eight is where just the word of God moves them. Mm -hmm. And it's just, there's just so moved to the point of tears. And he says, no, no, don't just don't cry. This is a good thing. Mm -hmm. And I was like trying to, I've been struggling with like the book title. Mm -hmm. um, Cause I, Ooh, are we going to hear it first here? <clears throat> no, not necessarily. Cause I don't even know what it is, Okay, but it's, I've got some things in my head um, where, you know, it's like, what do you, I always, I stink at, by the way, I stink at titles. I hate titling sermons. I hate titling sermon series. I'm really, I feel really bad at it. I don't uh -huh. know. I don't know how you feel about yeah, titling that same. kind of stuff. That's why we have Trevor Barron's here. Exactly. Incredible at that. Trevor's on our team <laughs> and is exactly. so good at coming up with uh, phrases, themes, that kind of thing. Right. So then I was like, okay, do you call it like joy strong? But then I'm like, is that just live strong? Like Lance Armstrong? Yeah. And then, but then it's like, that's kind of the thing, right? It's yeah. this like joy, strength, joy, strength kind of thing. And then you're, and then I was like, do I call it, um, like something, something like sensational, like guilt is good, <laughs> you know, where you're like, uh, you know, or how do you call it? Like good guilt or something like trying to get people right. to think about what's the way. Cause I think we do struggle with guilt and shame yeah. and that's a big felt need. And then, um, and a real need, mm -hmm. uh, and then, you've got like, okay, well, this is where I think you can really find some hope or some answers with yes. that. Right. Yeah. But I don't know. So I'm, I'm, I don't know. I don't know what I'm gonna call okay, it. Okay. So listeners, this mm -hmm. is your chance. You can name a book, uh, send it to podcast at yeah. calvarylife.org oh, yeah. and, um, throw out your titles of what you'd like it to be called. As of a couple of days ago, by the way, we're still at zero emails at <laughs> podcast at calvarylife.org. Yeah, we do not have any, <laughs> any responses. No, still says no new, no new mail. Okay. Wait, refresh it. Maybe there's been one since I don't we know last why it checked says it. Exclamation point. I just opened it. Like it's not exciting. No new mail exclamation point. That's not nice. I feel like, like it's almost taunting you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like Google's being mean to me right now. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah. You started off really in a in a in an interesting way on Sunday. I was trying to even you even kind of reference that you're like, you probably don't know where I'm going with this, but mm -hmm. it's the idea that guilt leads to forgiveness or it did for the nation of Israel. And yeah. then that leads to joy. Is that is yeah. I tracking that exactly correctly? So yes. what was your phrase? You said, you said guilt is something. I said, well, we throw a party because we feel guilty. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we throw a party because we feel guilty, which is, yeah, which is a weird sentence. And I, I wanted it to seem weird. I wanted people to be like, what? See, like, look at, you can make titles. That's, that's the point. name of your, that's the name of your book. <clears throat> okay. So guilt, let's go on a guilt trip. <laughs> No guilt, guilt party. party. Uh, okay. Maybe not how to, how to throw the best guilt party. Yes. <laughs> no, I don't know. I know exactly. But yeah, we throw a party because we feel guilty and that's not, that's a point. That's not really a title, unfortunately, sure. but, yeah. but yeah, I was trying to get people to think about that and, and be, yes, because I think that's so important. Like we, we want guilt at some level, which sounds weird, right? We want guilt. Guilt is good. Um, I even was recording like a little, these like Monday morning motivations sure, that yeah. we do for Instagram here yeah. at Calvary. And I started talking about that old like 80s movie Wall Street where it was mm. famous for the greed is good, you know, because yeah. they were preaching a gospel of materialism right. and a gospel of self and, and money. And, and so it was this whole thing of like greed is good. Yeah. And you're just like, oh, that's terrifying. Yeah. Right. But so almost like a play off that where it's like guilt is good. And then you're kind of like, what? What do you mean? Guilt right. is good. And I feel like there's so much writing and thought these days about shame. And mm -hmm. people, I think, really are like for whatever reason, 
and probably because we all feel guilt and shame, sure. you know, but really wanting to look into where that comes from, where that stems from and how do we, how do we deal with that? And I think that is real, but like, it's true. Shame is, shame is bad because shame is what other people put sure. on you. Yeah. But guilt is in its good sense should be something that is more like conviction. Right. Yeah. 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 And, and there's false guilt. Like <laughs> anytime that I go across or the few times I've been across the border of Mexico mm. into the United States, I always feel a little like false guilt when I'm going through the checkpoint, like, Oh no, what do I have on me that right. they're going to find? Right. And I don't have anything, but there's just like this nervousness about yes. like, uh, um, yes. and that's false guilt, right? There's nothing mm-hmm. to be guilty about. But right. I think a lot of us, you know, all of us actually have actual true guilt, guilt from falling short of the standards, the holiness of God. Right. So what you're trying to say though, is that, okay, that guilt thing can be used for something. Right. Cause it's, you need that. Like that is quite possibly, I believe the Holy spirit bringing that conviction, which is really a lot of the, I think the way that we are ultimately led to the gospel, right? That we have this sense of, oh, like I am a sinner, right? There's a sense of, I have sinned. Like I, I need forgiveness of something, right? And so there's this guilt that then leads to what we see here in this story is the people repenting, mm-hmm. people are moved, they're crying before the Lord. So they're, they know something's going on. They kind of, I, mean, I don't know how much they know what it is that they feel. Yeah. I wish I knew, I wish I could talk to these people so bad, sure. right? These people in the story, like, what, why were you crying? What was it? Was it yeah. that you were convicted of like, you heard the law, you heard these rules of how, mm-hmm. or these like ways that God said is how you're supposed to live. And then they were just like, oh my gosh, we're not living this at all. Our lives don't match up. Yeah. And so I wonder if it was that, but I also don't know if it was just like, wow, we're so moved by the story of the Exodus and how God delivered his people. And we're hopeful for his, his deliverance for us. We're thankful that we've been delivered from our Babylonian captivity, you know, that yeah. kind of a thing. And so anyway, like, I just like, love to be able to like talk with those people. Yeah, it's probably but, all the above in my thought, like, yeah. you know, Tim Keller, I haven't, I don't know if I've quoted Keller in two podcasts. So I got to quote him right now, but Tim <laughs> Keller says, um, you're more evil than you could ever imagine, mm-hmm. but you're more loved than you could ever hope for mm. talking about God mm-hmm. and the idea of that. Yeah. We're guilty before mm-hmm. a holy God and yet mm-hmm. we're so loved by him. And so maybe that's what they're here. They're hearing the word of the yeah. story of the Exodus and their own guilt. But then the fact that there is a redeemer and God come came for them. Yeah. And then it's just like, Oh, what do we do with this? Yes. And yes. Then that's when Nehemiah says, yeah, don't, don't cry. Don't be grieved, but yeah. go and, and eat the fat and, drink the sweet. He says like, eat the rich foods, drink the, which was most likely in that time, drink this like sweet wine Hmm. and celebrate. And I always say like in this part, even like some of the writing, it's like, Hey, this isn't about whether this isn't about an alcohol thing. This isn't about drink wine. Um, but it's about, it's about drink the good stuff. Yeah. Whatever your version of the good stuff is, Uh if that's like the cool, like I don't know, the BJ's mug of root beer that's like in the frosty glass or (laughs) that's like, you know, whatever, you know, I don't know. It's just like whatever like thing is that you really enjoy, um, like have that bust out the good stuff. Use, um, and then and eat the rich holiday food. Holiday foods always, it says eat the fat. That's kind of like, you know, even in American culture, holiday food is, is eat the fat. Totally. Right? <laughs> like when you would make like, whenever you would make potatoes, normally you'd use like a quarter of a stick of butter. But yes. then if on Thanksgiving you use like oh, two just, sticks of butter. <laughs> what is uh you have a go-to at holidays, don't you? There's another meal that you make all the time. 
Ooh, with Swedish meatballs? Yes. Yes, Swedish meatballs. That's for uh, Swedish Christmas. Yes. And you literally, you form these meatballs and then you saute them <laughs> in butter. And you need to get like a, enough butter in the pan that's melted to be you know, where it kind of comes up like a third of the way up the meatball. Yeah. So you're just, it's just soaked, just soaked in butter. That's why those things taste good. So, oh yes. But it's also why you should only have them once a year in holidays. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, like what yeah, you're so saying is that it's yeah. not just an, ex, it's not external and don't get hung up on what you eat or what you drink, right. but it's more of the internal heart position of like, mm-hmm. Oh, I was guilty. And now I've been relieved of this burden mm-hmm. by God. And so my posture now changes from, chagrin or gloominess or sadness to like joy like yeah whoa let's throw a party like life is good god's it's, rescued me exactly yeah. exactly i love that mm-hmm. i love that and so that's it that's what we should do eat the eat the fat uh drink the sweet share it says share with those who yeah. have nothing prepared right and what i think is interesting there too in the share part it doesn't say it actually doesn't say share with the poor because mm-hmm. um, you can kind of go there when it says like share with those who have nothing prepared but um which I'm not saying it excludes the poor, but it's, I think it's actually much broader. Yeah. Bigger. And that it's share with anyone, share with people that, you know, share with the poor, share with the rich, share with the middle. Like Mm -hmm. if somebody, when you invite someone to your party, like if you're going to celebrate, you invite them, they don't necessarily have to be preparing. You say, Oh, come if you can bring something great, if you can't come anyways, you know, that kind of a thing, we're going to have enough for you. Right. You're just so overwhelmed, so happy. You just want everyone to participate in it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Good. Exactly. My, uh, daughter, oldest daughter turned 16 in June and we were at a restaurant on her birthday and I don't know what overcame me. I didn't want to be this dad, but I just kind of ended up being it. But we were going to sing her happy birthday as a family. We had, uh, our little family and then we had my in-laws and some aunts and uncles there, cousins, about like 18 of us. Yeah. And I stood up and I like told the whole restaurant, I'm like, Hey everybody, it's my daughter's 16th birthday. Can we all sing her name's Lily? <laughs> And so the whole restaurant began to send to her and I sat down like, what did I just do? <laughs> but it just overwhelmed me. I was just so happy, so proud of her. wanted to make this moment special. Yes. So I totally did she, pulled a dad. Did she like that or did she not like that? She's so gracious when That's I get true. in these modes that she didn't hate it, but I'm sure it wasn't well on the top of her list of what she wanted when she turned 16. Um yeah, I didn't get her a car. I just had the whole restaurant sing happy birthday there you to go. her. Anyway. I'm sure that's just but, as good. Uh, but, but the point, I was like, so... <laughs> I was just so excited, you know? And I think that's what this is getting, that's what you're getting at, yeah. is that oh, we want to share in the joy that we have of being redeemed, yeah. found by God, and who else, who else we invite to the party? Right, right. I don't think anybody... I, I don't think we think about this. Like, I don't think we think about throwing a party for our forgiveness. Yeah. Right. And I don't know. It's so interesting. Mm -hmm. I think we have a, I mean, we have Christmas and Easter parties or something like that, which are connected to the source of obviously that's celebrating the source of our salvation. Yeah. But I think even more so this, this sense of, wow, you have been moved, you've been convicted, you have responded to God. Uh, You know, God, I think that's even, I think some of that guilt is even how God comes to us first, almost like, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't necessarily know how this all plays out in your reformed theology, but <laughs> oh boy, here we go. It's okay. I made fun of your comment, your, uh, your, what do you call them? Science fiction books. And oh boy. Yeah, so I, I just, no, I just some Calvin. Calvin. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
I'm like worse. Like, like believe in this whole thing called Molinism that we could get into oh, at some no. point. Yeah. Oh no, we just opened that can of <laughs> we worms. Did. Didn't we? we did. Okay. We did. Okay, future uh, podcast. Yeah, future podcast on Molinism. But uh, <laughs> look it, it up. It's yeah. I think it's something that brings um, <laughs> Calvinism and Arminianism together. Yeah, it's kind of the it's the uniting factor. Yes, yes. Uh, but it's also kind of weird. But anyway, it's uh, so I don't even remember what I was talking about. Shoot. Uh, <laughs> Listener, what were we talking about? Can you can you help us right this now? Is oh, oh no no no! You were saying about how we celebrate Christmas, the incarnation, oh, yeah. the resurrection at Easter, which of course we do. Right. But even just to celebrate our own point of forgiveness. Yes, In fact, so Pastor John Sherman here at Calvary, been here forever, mm-hmm. institution, great legacy here. He told me today, earlier today, that his son Joshua, his oldest son. Today is his spiritual birthday. Oh, yes. And it's kind of cool. And their family, they celebrate or they've recorded when each of their family members have received Jesus as their savior, their Lord. And so there's something to that, right? Like, what if we celebrated our spiritual birthdays and invited people over to like, hey, I was forgiven on this date and every day I walk in forgiveness and let's celebrate. That is so cool. I agree. Um, so that's one way we could do it. Actually, I think like people could totally do that. They could totally throw a party for your spiritual birthday. If you know it, I don't know mine. Like specifically, I know the season it was in. I think it was, I know it was in the summer. I think it was in July, <laughs> but you were always called. Oh, wow. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then, and then like, uh, I think another one that I want to do is this whole thing. I have this idea about this holiday. Yes. Right? So yes. first we start with, I'm calling it 10, eight, eight, 10 day. I mean, shoot, <laughs> I messed it up already, even though we have a new idea too, but eight, 10 day is this whole thing. Nehemiah eight, 10, this whole thing's Nehemiah eight, 10. So eight, 10, August 10th, mm-hmm. August 10th is the day to celebrate this whole thing. This yes. is the day that you can invite people over. It could just be a few people. It could be a lot, whatever you want to do and then cook something that's fatty and then, you know, drink something sweet, like just eat, eat and drink the good stuff, whatever your version is of the good stuff. Kind of like your Sabbath in a sense, right? Like just setting aside time to rest, celebrate, enjoy God. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, and it's just, it's a celebration though. It doesn't have to be super rest. It doesn't have to be rest. Okay, that's a good Don't point. put rest on it, bro. Okay. It's going to be, it's big. It could be hyped. It could be dancing. It could be whatever. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but yeah, just a big fun holiday. And so we're at least in some moment of it, there's like a recognition of, yes. Hey, we are doing this because we've experienced this, um, been moved by God mm-hmm. and that has led to our repentance and that has led to our forgiveness. Right. Yeah. And so, so 8, 10, August 8th, I mean, August 10th. And you've done this the last couple of years. Yeah. So we didn't do it the COVID year. Like we didn't do it in 2020, but in 2019 and 2021, just kind of a smaller thing necessarily, like not massive. And, and that's the thing. It's hard. These, all these kinds of things are, you have to like train. I don't want it to become like a church event. It's not really what I'm looking for with this. I think it'd be cool for people. You know, we don't do, uh, you don't necessarily do all the like holidays at church. We have like a church thing about it. Maybe that'd be funny. It eventually becomes where we have a service and then you go home and have your food like yeah. on Christmas Eve or something. Or we create a new holiday. <laughs> yeah. 200 years from now, like Christians all over the world Wouldn't are celebrating 810. Yes. Now, uh, we did just discuss yes. today that when you read. Dun, 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 yes. breaking news, you, you breaking news. It. You share it when you no, read no, the no, NLT. No, 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 no. no. You want me to? Okay. So when you read in the NLT, Nehemiah 8 as a whole, so the story, remember, it's like when they gather all the people uh, together to read the scriptures out loud to them for like five, six hours or whatever it is, and they're just reading it, and that's what moves them, which is so cool, by the way. So that could be a big 
part of your party is just like a six hour um, standing up Bible reading. Let's I'm sure. Do it. Let's do it. <laughs> uh, but then uh, what it says in there, because in the in other versions, it says, you know, on the eighth of the month of Nissan or some like what it's more like Hebrew calendar, mm-hmm. but the NLT tries to connect it to like our, the way our calendar works. And so it says on October 8th, on October 8th, we just preached on October 3rd on, uh, jo- on the, this whole thing of joy. Right. So when this is released, this will be probably, honestly, this podcast is probably going to be released on the sixth. Okay. So Wednesday, the sixth is usually when this would come out. And so that would be in two days from yeah. when this drops. Yeah. Two I love days when there's away. those connections with the scriptures and like <laughs> yeah. even just seasons of life. But yeah, so we have eight ten, and now we have... 10, eight. Whoa. So it's all together. It's all coming together. So if you can celebrate it on eight ten, you can celebrate it on 10, eight. It's a flexible holiday because we value flexibility. That's coming up. That's coming weeks. up. That's coming up. It is. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think that's kind of interesting. So maybe even people, this could do some sort of mini version this week. You haven't had a lot of time to prep. Yeah. There, <laughs> yeah. There was something else you said too on Sunday that, um, it's, I've heard it other places too. And you said, um, often we have joy in our heart, but not on our face or something yeah, like that. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me about that. Cause I feel like that's true of a lot of us. It is. And it's, it's something I struggle with too. Like, and so I'm not just trying to put this on other people. Um, I think I can be a pretty joyful person and express that, but your laugh is the best. Oh, thanks. I just love it. Yeah. I love it. You can hear it everywhere. It's there's, joyful. <laughs> you know, there's a Facebook group that, um, Tom Baylor started called awkward laughers club. And there's like five of us in it. And it's a Facebook group called the awkward laughers club (laughs) with some slightly awkward laughs. But uh, I do, I think, I hope it does bring people joy and I think it does. But, um, yeah, so I, I try to be that way, but also I can feel that I tend to be a little too hurried. I can tend to be a little rushed and that rushing can lead to frustration, which can lead to anger Right. And so that's the sort of dark side of that. And so I sometimes I can be out and about and I'll be kind of like grouchy face. Sure. And so that's where I can struggle. But like, I want to have the joy. Let me have the joy of the Lord's in my heart. Like I believe the joy of the Lord will strengthen me. And it's like, I don't want to be thinking I have the joy of the Lord in my heart, but then I'm grouchy while driving my car or in line somewhere or whatever. Like, yeah, I want the, I want what's in my heart to match what's shown on my face. Oh, that's so good. And that should be a, this shouldn't be a faking it thing. This should Mm. be a consistent thing. Like we should have the joy of the Lord in our heart. Yeah. And also like, let's do the work that we need to do. If we feel like we don't have the joy of the Lord in our heart, there's like some work there. Like that could be in prayer that could be in just talking that out with a good friend of like, I'm struggling with this, you know, and, and really seeking the Lord for that. But I think there's a lot of people that come to church and for whatever reason, mm-hmm. maybe they feel like it's early. Maybe they feel <laughs> like they want to have everything be done for that, like according to their needs and preferences sure. or whatever. But there's some people that kind of look like they have their arms folded and look a little grouchy out there. Yeah. Let, let us let you in on a little insider secret. That's part of what this podcast is for mm-hmm. too. Um, when you're preaching up on the platform at Calvary, you can see almost everyone, yes. almost 90% of the room you can see. And I know a lot of times when I'm sitting in the seats, I think, oh, this is such a big room. I'm the guy up there yeah. would never yeah. see me, Yeah, but they do. We yes, do. We totally and so it's not do. made to make you feel <laughs> shameful necessarily, but it's more of like, there's sometimes there's a lot of resting faces that don't look very joyful. Yes, don't look <laughs> very joyful at all. And then, you know, like 
that passage in Colossians, I don't have it like memorized right now off the top of my head. I think maybe it's Colossians three, where it says clothe yourself with humility yeah. and yeah. with all these other traits, right? Yeah. These, these godly traits. I think when you think clothe yourself, that doesn't mean just like have it happen to you somehow. You, you're needing to put that on, right? Yes. You're needing to wear that. Yes. Clothe yourself with it. That we need to be asking God, Lord, give me this, mm-hmm. but help me with it. And so I think, I don't think actually joy is in that list, but um, clothe yourself with joy, I think would still be a beneficial thing. Like yes. To clothe yourself with that, to think, um, all right, like I know I don't feel this way all the time, right. but Lord, help me to express this. Help me to to feel this as much as I can or whatever that might yeah. look like. I don't know. And you look at the Israelites again back in Nehemiah 8, and so they were reminded of mm-hmm. the story of the Exodus. They were reminded of the scriptures, the Torah, and that reminding helped them ultimately have guilt, good guilt, like you're saying, and yeah. then and then encouraged to have joy. I think we need a lot of reminders. I mean, think about what did you have for dinner last Tuesday? It's like none of us remember, <laughs> exactly. right? Who won the World Series three years ago? It's like, I don't know. And we're both big. Probably well, stupid I'm, Astros or something. <laughs> yeah, it's probably the, <laughs> what do you call them? The cheater? Uh, the, oh, what was the nickname of the cheater Astros or something? Aster, Asterix. Asterix. Yes, yeah, yeah. yes. But, so um, but like we forget things. And I think obviously so true in our spiritual lives too. We forget. And so we need that reminding on a daily basis of, oh, we have joy because much has been done for us. Um, and then it's even helpful as you said this on Sunday, but as believers, we can encourage that or have joy with each other. And that even produces more joy. The strength of the Lord is each other, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. We find that in each other. And so that's even the thing with a party. A party should have each other. And so like, as we're throwing that party, we're also finding that like within, within one another. And so that's, that's like, that's the idea. And I think it's pretty fun and can be pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and then at the end of your sermon, you talked about John Reed. We're going to have a bonus podcast episode yes. this week yes. of John, a little bit of his story. We sat down in a studio with him and just said, John, how do you have such joy? If you've ever met John Reed here at Calvary, you obviously know he's a man of joy. If you haven't, you'll pick that up as you listen to that bonus episode. Yeah. But he's been through so many hard things. He's been mm-hmm. a police officer. So we've seen the darkness of life, the, mm-hmm. the sin, the sin of life. Um, he's experienced his own hardships, losing his daughter-in-law in a car accident, mm-hmm. uh, losing his son a couple years later. Um, so they've had really hard things happen in, in, in John and Margie's life. And yet he's a man of joy. He's chosen joy mm-hmm. and let that be the strength that's carried him day by day. Yeah. And, uh, and so we even, as we encourage their, each other with joy, it's even neat to have examples like John They go, Oh, this guy really has every excuse not to have joy. And mm-hmm. yet if he's joyful, yeah. Oh, I can walk and that choose that joy too. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I think he's such an inspiration to me and I think that will, you know, hopefully like will be an inspiration to you guys too. If you've had the chance either to listen to it already or will be able to listen to it soon or watch it, um, on our YouTube channel. Um, so that could be cool. It's, it's actually worth watching. I know you might even be listening to this podcast. And so then you'd see this pop up just on your like audio feed, but it's worth going onto the Calvary, um, the Calvary church, um, pod or sorry, YouTube, because John Reed's face is <laughs> like part of like what you, you see the joy. Like that's actually, when you think about like the whole thing of show your face, your joy in your heart, like he, man, he knows how to show it. He does. (laughs) It just comes out. It's so enthusiastic. Yeah. It's great. And we don't, it's hard because we don't also, we don't all have to be like John Reed. Yes. Cause we are also all wired in our own way. Absolutely. But I think we're all, 
there's no, there's no grouchy. There's no spiritual gift of grouchiness. There's no <laughs> clothe yourself with, you know, indifference. That's not like, so there's some of these things that we have to look, we can't all be this certain like level, yeah. but we need to be, maybe we need to be stretched a little bit beyond where we're at. And yeah. we can't say, well, I'm just being real, you know, well, yeah. it's not real to be a jerk. <laughs> like, right, that's right. not okay. Good point. <laughs> uh, um, you know, you know what I'm excited about? What? I'm also excited about maybe this is our our commercial. Yeah. Um, oh, we got a we got an advertiser. Yeah, we have an advertiser. <laughs> right. Uh, and it is for the Rend Collective Christmas concert that's going to be at Calvary. The joy of the Lord is my strength. They literally sing that song. The, the joy, joy of the Lord. Okay. Sorry. Good job. Oh, so we had me singing at the end of the pod last week, and now we've got you this week, which is <laughs> really good. Oh boy. <laughs> Yeah, Ren Collective is going to be here at Calvary. Yeah, so I'm super excited about that. I didn't look up the the date, so I'm going to look it up. in December, and so uh, talk about a band that has worship or Christians that have a joy. Yes. Uh, they are a joyful group of lads from Ireland, and so you will be blessed if you come. Um, and they actually have a podcast that you've pointed me to that we really like, don't we? Yeah, and that's what's so crazy is they're, it's two of the guys from Ren Collective, and it's called Where's the Joy? And they, they say, like, where's the joy in? And then they talk about a, a bunch of different topics and kind of just trying to find the joy in certain things. And it might not be things that even are super joyful, but they're just their goal is to find the joy in things. Um, what's funny is, okay, before I knew about that podcast, before I knew <laughs> that they were going to come play here at Calvary for the Jolly Irish Christmas. Christmas extravaganza on what day? <laughs> December says December 7th. Okay, nice. Um, so there's actually like tickets are already on sale and stuff like that. So if you, I'm sure it's on our website somewhere, but like also if you, you know just what, go- I just Googled it. I'm going to stick my neck out on the line here too. If anyone emails podcast at calvarylife.org, we will give them two free tickets. <laughs> Anyone? No, no, no. Okay, we'll hold on. The seventh cause. The no, seventh yeah. caller. <laughs> yeah, the seventh. The seventh email received will get two free tickets. Okay, that's a good deal. All right. Hopefully, that's something we can actually give. <laughs> Just like I'll use my, I'll use my keys and like sneak you in the back. <laughs> Because this, this is put on by like a company and not by us. <laughs> no. So Eric's office is upstairs in the worship center. And yeah. It looks, it's like a suite. It looks out down at the worship center. They could watch it from your office. Yeah. You can't really hear that great, but <laughs> well, that's why it's, that's why it's free. Yeah. There you go. Exactly. It'll be free, but we, I'm sure we can work something Seventh out. Email or Seventh email or podcast at calvarylife.org. But you have to also say something in your email that's like a question or a comment like it has to i don't want to just read like give me tickets that's it, lame it's got to yeah. have some good so in other words we're trying to eliminate all the bots from right yeah us. yeah we have to eliminate bots because we get a lot of bots to our to our stuff <laughs> no okay so what i was gonna say though before i knew that ren collective had um this podcast called where's the joy mm-hmm. i just thought it was so cool i was so pumped up on um how they have this whole song about joy of the lord is my strength and how they have a version of joy to the world too that they do that's kind of in their style their ren style um that's kind of folky i don't know how to describe it without like comparing it to other bands which i don't know if they would like but um so w- it's this cool style but it's, it says the word joy. I think I counted it something like 40 something times That's like great. in that song. It's just yeah. like throughout this song, it's talking all about joy and it's so cool. Just like this celebration of joy. And I actually talk about how their music, I think is such a gift to the church because we need more 
songs that are uplifting and joyful, joy, yeah. joyful and joy filled. Be, be reminded, right? Yeah. Cause I think we're really good at having the worship songs that get us into the crying phase. Like mm-hmm. we're like the, the people guilt, that the get us moved. Yeah. 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 Guilt or moved or convicted. It's sure. kind of like, Oh, I feel this deep sense of being moved by the spirit. And it's like very deep feeling, you know, yes. but like don't have lots of songs that are just like, I want to celebrate my joy in the yes. Lord. And yes. And they, they just the prodigals returned. Yeah. <laughs> the father throws the robe on. Yeah. Let's have a party. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. I talk about that story in my book because it's mm-hmm. really cool when you think about what he commanded there yeah. was to go eat the fat and drink the sweet. Yeah, that's good. Um, oh, yeah, that totally connects. Kill the fattened calf. The calf was fattened. So the prodigal, the prodigal story, I'm just connecting the dots right now, yes, kind of lives out Nehemiah yes. 8.10. It totally does. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, that's good. Yeah, so it's super, um, super oh. exciting. So that's just a glimpse into the content you'd get into the Guilt is Good, Strong Joy book. <laughs> is there, uh, is there any Calvary people mentioned in your book? Good or bad? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Uh, I guess my real question is I mentioned in your book. Let me think for a second. Mm, You're in the bibliography. (laughs) (laughs) No, you're not. There's no bibliography, I don't think. But (laughs) you're in the part that talks about like footnotes. Yeah. Yeah. I I do have some footnotes I think I have to like remove because I just was trying to like, I don't know. It was hard to how do you include some of this stuff? Sure. But uh, I could have a footnote that just talks about Matt Doan. Yeah, that, if you could do that, that'd be great. Okay, I'll work on that. Uh, when's the book going to be out? The answer is I don't know. Okay. I'd like it to be out soon, but I'm having some things where I'm like thinking about working on some stuff. There's some people. Sure. There's some people in our church that are good at helping with some of that stuff. And I think that they're going to help me a little bit more. <laughs> and so I will, need some... will their names be in the book? Um, it, probably. Okay. If they help me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, we look forward to that though. Cause I think that's something like we're saying, we need to just be reminded of refreshed in that the joy of the Lord's our strength, that we yeah. have joy in the Christian life. Right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I did get another commercial too, by the way, for oh, yeah. our, Tell um, us. this is great. I know. I know. So I'm not getting, we're not getting any emails, but just people that actually just know my phone number, just text me personally. Okay. And, um, so my brother-in-law, <laughs> is this the secret textoso line? <laughs> yes. The secret textoso line. That's good reference. Um, but, uh, yeah, he works for a mortgage company and says they have, uh, if you're looking for a low rate refi, <laughs> please give them a call. <laughs> we have super low competitive rates. So he wanted you to read that on the <laughs> Yeah. Podcast. I'm not going to read the phone number though. <laughs> oh, that's funny. He's just kidding at the end of it, but uh, I thought that was pretty funny. He was like, Hey, man, if you're just giving away free ads, we'll take, we'll take one. <laughs> Kevin's the best, <laughs> he is, he's, he's the awesome. Best. Yeah. Uh, uh, one more thing on joy, yeah, sure. At least from my perspective, um, it's coming, you know, speaking about Rent Collective and Christmas or December, you put something at your house when you've seen all your lights, but on the roof it says joy, joy, yeah, joy, yeah. huge, massive. Um, my whole entire roof is lit up and I actually use the negative space for the word joy. And so the whole entire rest of the roof is just bright white uh, led lights that just shine up into the heavens. Had any comments on that or people ask why you put that or is that a good reminder to you or how's that? Been? It's a good reminder for me. I mean, I don't, I don't get the like, why did you put that? Cause I think it's a pretty standard Christmas word, but, um, my neighbors come and talk to me about it all the time, especially my one, my direct neighbor always comes in and is like, so what are you doing my roof? You know, kind of thing. Like the funny jokes like that which I actually love. So him and I like to have some like good fun conversation and you know, I like uh, being able to talk to him about it. So, um, 
they all know, like all my neighbors know I'm a pastor and stuff like that. And so we've talked about some of that kind of stuff, which is cool. Um, but yeah, I love that. So yeah, maybe there's ways that you can display joy to the world, um, in whatever, you know, whatever way you like to, I like to do it via Christmas lights and doing some writing about it. And I like singing about it with some of these songs by some of these other bands. But, um, yeah, I think it's, it's hard. It's interesting because this topic is, I actually have so many thoughts about it mm-hmm. that I, it's almost hard to talk about it. That's been the whole value series is they're such beautiful, deep topics. Like how do you spend the mm-hmm. one sermon on it? That's why we can't even have the podcast in some ways, but even then yeah. there's still more. Right? Yeah. Cause like I, I, some of the writing I've done, I've talked about how there's joy in generosity and generosity is actually the value that we're doing this week, but how I've experienced joy through being generous. Like when when I don't, when I'm thinking about giving something or if there's like a challenge and I feel like, or like even a Holy Spirit challenge, I'm just like feeling in my heart, like, oh, you know what? You should give this, whether it's money or something or whatever. I'll have this moment of like gripping. All of a sudden I'll be like stressed and like want to hold on to it. And I still have the money, you know, but I'm stressed. And then what happens is when I like obey and submit and I give the money, um, to whatever it is, you know, I'm not like saying like you're offering here, just like to whatever it is, I give yeah. the money. It's actually in that moment yeah. that I feel the joy and I feel free and I feel light wow. Wow. of my burden. I don't have the money anymore. Yeah. When I had the money, I felt stressed when I don't have the money. I feel good because I've, That's good. I think I've, it's like obedience, submission to the Lord. Yeah. And it's that generosity that actually does bring us joy. Yep. And it's upside down kingdom, right? Totally, totally upside down kingdom. And as much as I talked about on Sunday that we find joy in people as people have the very presence of God, fellow believers have Mm -hmm. the presence of God dwelling within them. And so we find that joy in people. But I also, I have a whole chapter on joy and solitude Mm -hmm. that it's important to like spend time in solitude with the Lord and that you will like find joy in those moments too. And so that's like this whole thing is, is so wild. There's like just so many different aspects of it. Yeah. Aspects of joy and serving. I know that's like one of my favorite things to do when we do the pop-up pantry here at Calvary, I just have so much joy on that evening because it's just, it's so fun just blessing people. Yeah. Kind of maybe another version of generosity in that I, way. No, it's completely. Absolutely. You're, you're totally right. Yeah. It's, it's, I think general, I like actually thinking about generosity. Um, if that broader definition, you know, with, with service, giving, like giving of tithes, but also just like being, giving a gift to someone, being right. generous with a person. It's just such a, it's so fun. It's fun to be generous. Mm-hmm. So if you're, we're all able, I think, to be generous. We just have varying like levels of how much we can give or, mm-hmm. you know, how much we can do. And like, I might feel like I actually have more than some people, but I feel like other people have way more than I have. Right. And it doesn't, that's not what matters at all. What matters is like yes. with what you have been given. God's entrusted you with yeah. a talent, right? He's entrusted you with an amount. Mm-hmm. And like, what will you do? Will you be faithful? Yeah, the with same it? measure of joy can come whether it has one zero, three zeros or eight zeros, yeah. right? As yeah. far as, as what God's, as you're saying, as God's called you and your account and stewardship. Mm-hmm. 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 Even little things like it's fun sometimes just to it's good sometimes to just like pick up the check with your friends. You know, it's good sometimes whoa, whoa, to, whoa, whoa, whoa. I know I don't do this with you, whoa, but whoa, we're whoa. more coworkers. Whoa. <laughs> I can remember this <laughs> or whatever, but just that kind of stuff, you know, yeah. I don't do that all the time, but like, yeah. Hey, just be a blessing to people in that mm-hmm. way. And I think you're going to, you will experience joy. They will experience joy through that kind of generosity. Yeah, for sure. So more to come on that. Are you going to buy me 
lunch tomorrow then? I just was really saying that because I'm kind of out of cash. Okay. If you could. Well, if you know me, I'll probably lose my wallet in the next 24 hours. So if I have my wallet, I'd be happy to. Yeah, it's nice. No I, guarantees. I like to find Matt Doan's wallet and then just, I don't know, there's no cash there. Sorry, bro. It's, it's no, it's gone. It's gone. <laughs> All right. Well, is that good enough for today? I think so. I Yeah. Let's let the joy in our heart be the joy in our lives, faces. Yeah day-to-day living as Christians. That's right. But celebrate. Yes. Have the holiday. Have the party. If you want to do it this Friday on 10-8. Awesome. 10-8. Next, uh, the, the super, super official will be 8-10 next August. And uh, have your 8-10 party. I want to do a thing where I like remind people now, uh, like even at Calvary. There's some context now, right? Yeah, there's some yeah. context for it. So, cool. The joy of the Lord is all of our strength. So, thank you for that. Joy, joy, joy. Thank you for listening to the Calvary Life Podcast.